Howdy, boy. Howdy. Hey, howdy, man. Boy, do I have a tale for you. It's about the time a feller with hands so big he could have slapped a bear and called it a handshake. Yep, it's the big hands episode, and it's wilder than a coyote in a coffee pot. Now this stranger with the big hands, he strolled into Dodge City, and folks couldn't help but stare. Some said he was a piano player who got carried away with finger exercises. Others reckoned he was a professional high-fiver. Me? I just hoped he didn't challenge me to a thumb war. Things got real interesting when a local rascal tried to pick a fight with big hands. I stepped in, of course, and said, Son, you mess with those hands. You might just end up in another time zone. After some detective work and a few laughs, we found out those big hands were just a symbol of a big heart. The stranger taught us all a lesson about not judging a book by its cover, or in this case, a cowboy by his gloves. So remember, folks, whether your hands are big or small, it's what you do with them that counts. Now get along and like, share, and subscribe. You know the dance, because you won't want to miss what's coming next on the AI Parody Man channel. Around Dodge City and in the territory on West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. Gunsmoke, starring William Conrad, the story of the violence that moved west with young America, and the story of a man who moved with it. I'm that man, Matt Dillon, United States Marshal, the first man they look for and the last they want to meet. It's a chancy job, and it makes a man watchful, and a little lonely. Doc. Hey, Doc, yeah? Hey, Doc. And how did that put it up? You're gonna sleep your life away, Doc. You look ready. That's me, man. The tunnel. 7.30. Now put your pants on. Let's go up the street and get some breakfast. Come on. Come on, roll out. It's daylight in the swamp. Come on. Oh, you need... Oh, this is mine as well. Now that you got me wide awake. <laughs> wide awake. Yep, man. You should have always seen the sense of starting the day so, so all fired earlier. You're putting them on backward. I am not putting them on. I'm just about to turn the rule on. Sure you were. I've been putting my pants on for a long time without being told how by the living police. Yeah. Now, do you care which foot I put in which railing first? Oh, I think you can decide that for yourself. See, where's Chester, anyway? Why aren't you hounding him instead of me? My Chester ran into an old friend of his last night. Yeah? Who's that? Uh, I forgot his name, but Chester went out to visit him for a couple of days. She knew her out where? Out to Port Dodge. 
Full guard? Uh-huh. He's in the army? Yeah, he's got a pretty interesting job. Cool. Oh? He's a mess sergeant. Mess sergeant? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. There's a couple of days of after after last he took the little wagon. Well, they seem pretty excited about the whole thing. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, the quartermaster's going to be excited, too, when he starts checking his groceries. Yeah. Oh, come on, Doc. You'd take more time than a woman. Come on. If I want to look my best, it isn't often somebody who buys my breakfast. Right. Now, wait a minute. I will. Let's go. You know, no wonder you're so rich. Yeah, well, sure. I'm a charge, and I owe you. And at least I got something to do with. Rad. Fish and ice, didn't you? Oh. It'll get hot, Who's that woman driving the wagon? It looks like Hank Rutgers' wife, isn't it? Yeah, it is. What? Was he going to run little Todd Buster out in my Cottonwood Spring? Yeah, that's the one. I don't know what she's doing to time this early in the morning. Marshall? Oh, well, he's beckoning to you. Well, that's closer to what she wants. Morning, Miss Rusher. Morning, Marshall. Yeah. You're up early. Yeah. Been quite some time since I've seen you, Tom. Always work to do when you're home, Burton. You break your heart and you break your back and you end up with nothing. Even worse than nothing. The years are gone by and you can't get them back. Uh, how's Hank? Hank? Uh, yes, ma'am. Your, your husband, Hank. Here is slaving for him, working my finger to the bone, and you end up with nothing. Miss Rucker, there's something wrong? Miss Rucker, I, I said there's something wrong. I heard you. Hangs in the back of the wagon there, under that tarp. What? He ain't dark for Oh, he's dead, Matt. Yeah. Shot in the back. How did it happen, Miss Rucker? I don't know about things like this. What you're supposed to do, I mean. So I loaded him into the wagon and come into town. I figured you'd be the one to free him. You figured right, but what happened? It wasn't me, Marshal. I didn't shoot him. Who did? I don't know. You don't know? I mean, I don't know his name or nothing. He was a stranger. Stopped by the place yesterday evening just before stand down. Wanted to water his horse. Hank wasn't there. The fella kept looking at me and talking kind of funny. Then he saw Hank coming and he rode on. Maybe that is the one that... Late last night, Hank woke up, heard something outside. Thought it was an animal bothering the stock. Went out... Pretty soon there was a shot. Uh, how do you know it was the same man? Because they come by the house after. But I run him off. Yeah. What does this fellow look like? I don't know. Like any other man, I reckon. Nothing special. That Corey's shoulders. Oh, what do you mean? He's the biggest shoulders I've ever seen on a man. Mighty powerful. Look, uh, Miss Rutger... Why don't you go across the street there to the Dodge house and take a room and get some rest, huh? You leave the wagon here, and Doc and I'll take care of things for you, huh? I'm all right, Mark. Hey, you go on, huh? 
He was strange being alone. Hank wasn't much, I guess. Didn't treat me good, but at least he was always there. A woman needs a man. All right, I'll go now. Thank you, Marshal, for taking care of things. I'll stop by later, Miss Rucker. All right, Marshal. Well, I'm not. What do you think, Matt? I don't know, Doc. That woman's got something in mind she isn't telling us about. Well, here's our expectant father, the memory expert. And how do you feel, sir? Lousy. Oh? Why? You ever take care of eight kids while your wife is in the hospital having number nine? No. Take my advice. Don't. I haven't had a good night's sleep in days. I think my kids are part sperm. Oh, really? Why? Well, they drink enough water to you and get it desert, and mostly in the middle of the night. Well, at least you don't have to worry about your wife. She and the baby are getting good treatment at the hospital, and thanks to Medicare, there won't be any expensive bills for you to pay. That's what bugs me, man. Why? It's such a bargain. You know no woman can resist a bargain. If your wife is bargain-minded, better get the pamphlet on Dependence Medical Care Program fast. Like another beer, Doc? No, just that, Kitty. People criticize me enough so I'm going to die. Oh, there's Matt. Over here, man. Oh, well, maybe I will have a beer after all, Kitty. <laughs> On him. Uh, hello, Kitty. How are you? Matt, you look tired. Yeah, I am tired. Uh, if it gets any hotter, they're going to have this country. <laughs> any luck, man? No, Doc. I checked every room in the house in Dodge, every liver stable, or even talked to some of the homesteaders outside of town. And nobody's seen a stranger who matches Miss Rutgers' description, if you can call it a description. Did she remember anything new? Ah, not much. I talked to her late this afternoon. She she thinks that he had reddish-brown hair, but she's not sure. Uh, just those shoulders, then. Yeah, that's all she's sure of. I guess she'd remember that, all right. Well, Matt, maybe you won't have to look any farther. Oh, uh, what do you mean? That man over there at the end of the barn. What? We've been keeping an eye on him until you showed up. How? Who is he, Kitty? I don't know. Tonight's the first time he's been in here. Been staying to himself pretty much, just drinking and not talking. But he's got the shoulders on it. Yeah. Oh, look, I'll go have a word with him. Evening, stranger. Evening. Uh, you're new in town, aren't you? I don't... Oh, the star went out. Pretty soon there was a shot. How uh, do you know it was? I would if it was a matter of pleasure. My name is Dylan. I'm the U.S. Marshal here. And it's supposed to bother me. It bothers some, others not. And I'm one of the others. What's your name? Logan? I heard that all dressed Logan. Bull, they call me. Bull. Why did you hear Tom? They? Just going through. Oh, from where? Out west, different places. Why? 
What difference does it make? Not maybe. You might take a little walk with me. Where? Across the street. Yeah. <laughs> you dumb, the boy. What's the idea? You arresting me for something, Marshal? No, I'm just asking you to walk across the street. What's over there, woman? You're trying to get me into some kind of trouble. Logan, if this woman recognizes here, you're in plenty of trouble. Now, come on, let's go. You stand right there, Logan. I don't know what you're trying to pull, Marshal. You're all wrong. That's possible. Oh, Marshal, I couldn't... Is this a man, Miss Riker? What are you talking about? I never seen her before in my life. I thought you better take a look at him, man. I don't know this woman. Now, what is this? What are you trying to set up here? Shut up, Logan. Man, it... Shot Hank was real big. I reckon it stuck in my mind because Hank was such a little man. But that's a difference between them. All right, I'm big. What about it? You claiming you seen me this way? Where you are, Logan? He's not gonna hurt you, Miss Rector. Now take a good look at him. Is this the man who stopped by your place yesterday afternoon who came back later and shot you out of it? Well... No, Marshal. It ain't him. His shoulder's that fellow. But other than that, he don't look nothing like that fellow. I never seen this man before in my life. Look, if you're scared of him, don't be. I ain't scared of him. Why should I be? He ain't the same one. Well, you satisfied, Marshal? All right, Miss Logan. Thanks, anyway. I'm sorry to bother you. I'm going back out to the plate in the morning, Marshal. There's things to do. And I think that fella's got clean out of the country by now. All right, man. Do I get my gun back now? Yeah, here you are, Logan. Hey. You seeing you? Pleased to meet you, man. Good night. This proves, and I tell you something, Matt, the mark of any civilization it was its food. How's that right, Doc? And Alan Tootin is right. And in France, for instance, Paris. It's Paris, France, you know. Their food is cooked just right. It's seasoned right and it's served right. And by golly, they're civilized. It goes together. Doc, you've been eating this same grub ever since you came to Dodge. Now, what's wrong with it, all this stuff? Well, look uh, at the stuff. Watch rum up. A plate full of greasy spuds and a few chunks of broiled roulette. I tell you, man, it's enough to turn a man's stump. There's no worse than you. Now, go on, finish it, so. Ah, I wouldn't touch another bite of that with a ten front hole. No, sir, I'm turning it. This town will never be civilized until it starts eating deep food. Well, the way I heard it, the mark of a civilization is how it treats its women folk. Oh, how it... You think Dodge City rates any higher on that score? <laughs> no, I guess not. No, they're fancy women. They play until they drink themselves to death. 
and their farm wives are worked to death. Why, a woman has a better chin than out here. Yeah, so I've been told. By a woman, of course, and she was right. Whether it's the food or the women broke, this town is no goddamn good. Watch the telling Ah, hello, Jim. Well, I'll do the telegraph office, Jim. Fine, Doc. I brought this telegram right over, Marshal. Uh, it's your answer to that stuff we set out on Bill Logan. Oh, yeah, thanks. What about this Bill Logan, man? Well, I thought he might be mixed up in the rugger killing that. Well, I thought you'd give me up on her. No, I sent out a bullet and just on a hood. Yeah. What is it, Lyle? Huh? Rick, he's wanted in California. Two counts of assault and suspicion of murder. The victim was shot in the back. I kept the number of letting leave Tom. Well, he didn't go far, Marshal. Oh, what do you mean, Jim? I ran over and took him on the way over here. He seen Logan just this afternoon. Where? Out by Cottonwood Crossing. He said Bill Logan's gone to work for Mrs. Rutger. Another visit with Joe and Daphne Forsythe. All right, Daphne. Just eating a midnight snack. What is that mess? That mess? Here's a liverwurst, salami, lettuce, and peanut butter delight. Nightmares more like it. That woke you up. My stomach was growling. What woke you up? You. And I was dreaming such a pleasant dream. Oh? What? I dreamed all of my savings bonds had matured and we were cashing them in. That's kind of a dream I can appreciate. We were planning a trip around the world, and you bought me a fur coat, and I bought you that fishing tackle you want. Oh, it was gorgeous. Well, it doesn't have to be just a dream. Some of our savings bonds are ready to mature now. Joe, maybe we shouldn't cash them in. They can go on earning interest, you know, and it adds up fast. I know. That's why we started buying savings bonds, remember? With a bond a month on the payroll savings plan, our money is saved automatically. Stop waiting that sandwich under my nose. You're making me hungry. Well, fix yourself a sandwich, ma'am. I got all the makings right away. All right. Move over, you bond-buying midnight maverick. I'm going to fix myself a humdinger. Marshal Dillon, Miss Rucker. I, uh, I'm sorry if I scared you. No, no, you didn't. I just couldn't figure where it was. Nobody comes here at night. It must be kind of lonesome since Hank was killed, huh? Well, yeah. Yeah, deal. You manage it all right by yourself? Well, I heard from the Herald this week. Oh, some of the neighbors, huh? No. I... I took on a hired hand to help out. Oh, you're lucky to find one. The boys can usually make more work in cattle this time of year. Well, I... Or for curious on the cross. A woman can't run a pope like that by itself. No, I guess not. Yeah, a local man, is he? Somebody from town? No. Just a stranger riding through. 
That's kind of risky, isn't it? Taking on a stranger. Well, what's his name, Miss Rugger? I reckon you already know, Marshal. Yes, ma'am, I already know. And did he tell you that he's wanted in California and maybe other places too? No. Two counts of assault, suspicion of murder. Your husband wasn't the first man he shot in the back. What do you mean? It is the same man, as not it, No. You said you'd never seen him before. You lied, didn't you? Didn't you, Miss Rector? Yeah, I lied. All right, now, where is he? He's out in the barn. You stay here, and don't you try to warn him. That you, Martha? I tell you that. Oh, yeah. Marsha. You're always from town. You're under arrest for murder, Logan. Though she told you about me after all. Not yet, but she will. I just got word back from California since you wanted out there. I don't try it, Logan. You're not taking me. Is he dead, Marshal? Yeah, he's dead. I don't know why I said it wasn't him. I reckon I must have been crazy or something. Just seems such a shame, though. A shame? What was done was done. There wasn't nothing going to bring Hank back. I was left by myself. Bird world was big and strong. Seems such a waste. Him dub too. I see. I got ground that needs plowing, Marshal. Seed to be planted. Life ain't easy for a woman to learn. I don't know, man. Seems pretty easy the way you go at it. You going back to the house and room? Now take care of things here. Gunsmoke, produced and directed by Norman McDonald, stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. Featured in the cast were Parley Bear as Chester, Howard McNear as Doc, and Georgia Ellis as Kitty. George Walsh speaking. Join us again next week for another specially transcribed story on Gunsmoke.
This is the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.